So Richard, talk about these beta beta customers that you have. How did you manage to convince them? How does that story look like? So we have a number of beta customers who have looked at the platform. Um, three are in uh, participation. One is um, uh, a Series C company in Austin. They um, they have only 100 uh, employees, but they um, but they are actually have a 200 million in funding. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the B2B SaaS podcast. I'm your host, Upendra Verma. And today we have Richard Lear with us. Richard here is the CEO of the company called Apollo Factor. Hey, Richard, welcome to the show. Uh, great being here. Thanks, Subhendra, for inviting us. All right, Richard. So let's get started and let's try to understand what your company does and what your how why do customers pay you money? So Apollo Factor, um, our key product is CompEdge. It's competitive edge for talent intelligence. And it's a platform in itself. Uh, the platform really targets the key pieces of talent management or talent intelligence. Uh, retention is a big piece of the platform. Pay equity is the other big piece. And we're breaking new ground in both areas. So in the retention side, we're creating a retention score. And we're, we're actually uh, uh, using 30 factors of retention in order to calculate for each employee how likely they are to leave. Interestingly, the retention score is also a performance passion score. So when an employee is um, not passionate about what they're doing, then they're likely to leave at some point. They're likely to listen to offers and uh, those kinds of things. But it's also sometimes impacts their performance. So we're creating a unique score that's uh, patent pending. And the score basically shows a manager in a snapshot, who is at risk? And the idea is, if you know who's at risk, then you can do something about it. And, you know, it was not too long ago that um, that uh, research came up. Uh, Gallup research saw that retention is a $1 trillion cost to U.S. businesses. And they found out that more than 50% of the people left said that the company could have done something about it. But another 50% said no one talked to them in the three months that before they left. Mm -hmm. So our tool looks at that and says, okay, we're going to show a manager who's at risk, and then we're going to nudge them, nudge them to talk. Mm -hmm. And even a conversation in itself can approve the, the prospects. So the retention tool does that. Uh, the retention platform is built on other factors like engagement. People use the word engage, but we actually use the word employee experience. So we have a personalized engagement or personalized experience with every individual in the company. It's a confidential tool. It captures the key drivers of their satisfaction, of their alignment with their role, their boss, the company, their team, and how it all works in with career. So we're using a lot of the, uh, the tools that were built by executive recruiters to understand why people are leaving a company. And those come together with a compensation platform, which we built in technology. And the compensation platform basically says, what would you make in the market at any given uh, company uh, tomorrow if you were hired? So it's a new tool that looks at market metrics, today's job market versus salary surveys. And together, the market predictions, the employee experience, and the factors of, uh, you know, the, the factors of how long you've been at a company, the tenure and your performance all come together into a score. So the platform looks like a retention platform, but it also captures other things like pay equity, 
yeah so i i, I want to understand this from a perspective of a customer right so so uh, who exactly are you selling this particular platform to so maybe can you walk us through one of the example and how they're using it yeah you don't have to name the customer if you're not comfortable with it, but just explain how exactly they're using you yeah and head of are. hr uh, head of hr chro vp people director of uh, hr that, that that's the typical mm -hmm. first client that's a buyer but the platform actually serves employees managers executives and hr okay. so HR is typically responsible for a lot of, the, or, or feels like they're responsible for talent intelligence, talent management, and they're the buyer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they are also a user. So the platform allows them visibility into this. But the person who's the most, the most active actor is the manager. Mm -hmm. So the tool is actually a platform for continuous management improvement because all the employees give their feedback and it comes back to the manager, the managers, how they're succeeding. Yeah. And how many paying customers do you have on your platform as of today? We are just, we're just entering the market now. Paying customers will be at Q1. We have betas. We have three betas going. And we have another 15 betas that are uh, in process of signing. Got it. So, so, so what's, been, what's the journey like? So, so when did you start the company? Uh, and when exactly did you sort of, you know, start, you know, when exactly would you call yourself, you know, an official release? So really, uh, beginning in 2019 is when we began to, uh, to do the heavy R&D. We built a compensation platform first. In fact, we thought we were going to build a marketplace for compensation in tech. We did. Uh, as we built it and we went to customers, customers uh, said to us, we like what you're doing. You're using a lot of AI, um, but we would love to see what we're most interested in is retention. Mm -hmm. So we stepped back and we said, well, we can use our compensation platform as an element of retention, we use it totally for retention. Some compensation companies do, but we said, let's find out a deeper, uh, you know, like gotcha. a, a deeper model. And we began that this year. Yeah. So Richard, talk about these beta, beta customers that you have, right? So, so who are they and where did you manage to, you know, sort of get them talk about, since they are just very few, right? I think you've got around three at this point, more in the pipeline. Yeah. So just help me understand where you got these customers from. How did you manage to convince them? How does that story look like? So we have a number of beta customers who have looked at the platform. Um, three were in uh, participation. One is um, uh, a Series C company in Austin. They um, they have only 100 uh, employees, but they um, but they are actually have a 200 million in funding, um, and so they're very excited about it. They've had the deepest look at the entire platform, and they were the first. We have another 4,000 person company uh, that's a private equity company. And um, that company is in process of deploying the platform. And so we're, we're early on. Uh, that, that came through one of our key advisors. And then we have one more company that's, uh, I think, about $300 million in revenue. And they are uh, in process of deploying as well. That company has, I think, 750 employees. And uh, it's in the uh, monitoring space. Uh, but all three are... Uh, into the beta, and then we have a, just a number of betas that um, so, companies so, are so what to was, join. So, so you mentioned that that four hundred but four thousand person PE firm came from one of your advisors. You know, maybe pointing them towards you, right? But what about the rest two companies? Who, what exactly, like that? Does that first touch point look like? How did they discover you? Well, often the CI came from the executive search business. I worked there for twenty years. Um, I have four thousand or plus contacts at the C level a CEO, and I've got uh, probably a thousand in HR. So a lot of them came through my own network. 
Um, so we didn't go out and actively market and mm -hmm. we will start marketing next year. But right now it's basically through LinkedIn, through email, through just catching up with people. Um, we've also been to a bunch of conferences this year in HR and I've met a lot of people there. So, uh, and then there's partners too, who, who know about us. So, um, it's just a variety of sources, but we haven't gone into a full scale marketing campaign. Yet. Sure. Sure. I mean, you've got a variety, but I guess you still have around 20 odd, you know, beta betas lined up in your pipeline, right? So if I, were, if I were to ask you one channel that's really been working for you as of today, is it your network? Is it your partners that bringing, that's bringing in you, bringing them to you? What's, what's really working for you at this point of time? Yeah, it's really the, um, my, uh, the network of the company, uh, but we also are now moving into a new phase where we're including consulting. So H we have a couple HR consultants, top HR consultants that are working with us. So we can go in with a company and we can say, we can do an engagement, uh, uh, consulting engagement, or and we can back it with software, or we can do software, and then we'll have a an expert in uh, in, compensa in compensation or retention or or engagement that can support it. So that is also bringing us out. We're starting to do webinars. Our first webinar. So, so, what about these consultants? Are they independent consultants, or are they on your payroll? There are independent cons uh, consultants that are working in partnership with us, yes. And they do bring you clients. You end up sort of packaging your software along with their consultancy experience, and that's how you end up selling. That's the idea. Right now, we are just we're, we have our very uh, first couple of consultants that have signed up. They're going up on our website now. Once up, we're already up there. And um, we're actually doing a webinar on December 7th with, uh, with uh, Charles Ashworth. Got it. All right. So, so what's, what's the future going to look like? What's going to happen from now, right? So how exactly are you going to sort of convert these beta customers into, you know, paying customers and how exactly are you planning to build your pipeline? Because it's going to, because you're just yeah. going to start all of those marketing initiatives, right? So what's, what's that vision look like at, at this point of time? Yeah, it, it really is all about critical mass. Uh, people in the HR space who are looking at new products are overwhelmed with products. They have too many HR products and uh, something like our product, if, if you don't look at it carefully, they'll, company will conclude, well, we already have a retention tool. We already have an engagement tool, our compensation. So breaking through, that's the hard part. Um, I've got 15 blogs written. I'll start uh, delivering them in the next week or two. And um, we'll talk about transformation. So we're, we're, we're actually taking um, the talent intelligence to a new level. We're using the idea of transparency to actually create transformation. And What's happened is uh, individuals, 87% uh, of uh, individuals, employees, say they want more transparency. Companies are willing to give more transparency. And as employees give more transparency, then we're able to pull that information in, anonymize some of it, and then bring more metrics to, to force. So we're transforming metrics and retention. We're transforming uh, metrics and pay equity. Our pay equity tool is world-class, and it's using market data. So pay equity is a big, yeah. You know, the the number two, one and two uh, initiatives next year for HR are pay equity and retention. These are our best two uh, platforms, and both of them are revolutionary. So we need to get that word out, um, and it's really going to be a critical mass. You need to get five or six or eight customers singing your praises before the rest of the market follows. So, so Richard, would you consider yourself, you know, building something very novel and interesting that's that's nobody that nobody has done so far, or, or oh, do yeah. you do you do you think the there are competitors out there who are sort of doing something similar to what you're doing. Uh, we're, well, we're doing something that is quite different. We're creating a, a retention monitor metric and we're creating a pay equity platform that 
leverages market compensation, not internal compensation. And that's a big difference because if you don't use market compensation, you're introducing bias into your pay equity model, which is the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Using your current customers, or your current employees, and comparing them to each other is not accurate because if you're looking at VP of marketing and VP of engineering, they're going to make different numbers anyway. But I'm looking at a VP of marketing at your company, VP of engineering, I'm comparing them to the market. So each of them have a level playing field. So that is, that's, uh, it's patent. It's, you know, so yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the my my follow up question here is that so now now that you know I mean what I would assume is a, a typical HR team would be using a bunch of softwares right to solve a whole bunch of things around you know the company and people right how exactly are you gonna fit there so I mean this also needs a, a bit of market education as well right because nobody understands that something like this could be done and this would lead to something like employee retention I mean these are brand new yeah. concepts right so how exactly are you managing to convince these people that hey this is gonna work for you and this is how we are gonna add ROI. I mean, that part is going to be very critical, right? I mean, it's not like, hey, this is a software, just buy it. I mean, like, it's going to be useful, right? You you want to do something more than that because you are a novel product, right? So so how does that journey look like? So are you going to invest a lot of your time and energy into educating people that something like some a product like this is needed and then, you know, convincing them that, hey, we are one of the best in this space. How does that journey look like? Right. And it's and it's a combination of things. It's, um, you know, first of all, you, you've got this credit work market space to bait shark tech. And we're just saying, don't, we're not replacing anything. We're actually creating two new metrics that you can't find at any other vendor, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so if you want them, it's easier to deploy, you can deploy it in 24 hours. It's easy to use. And you're going to have metrics that can save you money immediately. Mm -hmm. So think of it as a very easy to use platform that you can put alongside your other vendors and it will actually augment those other vendors. And so it's yeah. a different, Kind of thing that's going to be uh, painless and it's going to be sure, sure. so how about demonstrating the ROI or value because that's going to be a bit tricky right so because it's it's it really takes a lot of time and I mean I, I I can't even imagine how you would end up saying hey I've ended up you know stopping this use this you know employee of yours from leaving your company and because it's pretty hard to demonstrate that value so how do you deal with conversations like those when you are sort of pitching your product yeah, and, and we are creating a, a ROI calculator that will be up on the website in the next month or two. The um, Basically, when any employee leaves, especially high-value knowledge worker, right, when they leave, it's going to cost you between one and 300000 to replace them. That's in tech, okay? So the, the easy way to do it is to, I mean, you could deploy our platform in a trial for, for 90 days, and let's say you could save one or two employees. Mm -hmm. You've now saved two to 600000 yeah. The other can, thing can is, you really do that? Can you really quantify that? Hey, I actually ended up stopping this employee to leave by doing some things on your platform. Can you actually well, do that? Yes, because the, the uh, we create a score, mm -hmm. and um, you know, let's say the employee score is today sixty five, high risk. We show this high risk. It's you know, red, they're ready to leave the, the you know, and then we nudge the manager to talk with that person, and that person has four things on their mind. One, teams aren't collaborating. I'm feeling frustrated. One, teams aren't executing. I'm feeling frustrated. Two, I don't feel empowered. I'm not having autonomy in my role. Three, I'm worried about the D round. We're going to let raise the D round. Now the manager talks to that person. The conversation in itself, we found, will probably improve that score from 65 to 75. Mm -hmm. Just the conversation, even if nothing happens. Let's say the manager says, look, I'm going to grant you more autonomy, give you a little more broader responsibility. 
Now the score's at 83, right? Now you talk to them in, in you, the D round. You say, I want you to talk to the CEO or they'll have the CEO talk to the company about the D round. We're talking to Sequoia. We're talking to Norwest. We're going to get our D round. We're feeling good. Now the entire employee base moves up eight points. Now you're mm -hmm. up into the high eight, mid to high 80s. That person is no longer at risk. Mm -hmm. Now they could leave still because the next Google comes along and recruits them. Yeah. But they may not. And you can see that but in their attitude. And so you can actually see the score change. You can see the longevity happen. And then when you see people leave at, with a 65 score, you don't even have to you know, use the platform. You don't even have to talk to your people. Mm -hmm. Just watch the scores because you're, you know, we will show your top 10 people that are ready to leave. And you can say, I would say you know, in the next six months, you're going to lose a, a chunk of those. Mm -hmm. And so what we're hoping to do is quantify people's emotions, their sentiment, their satisfaction, communicate that quantification, take action on it, see the quantification change, and then you can see actual results. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's actionable analytics. And then that, at the end of the year, I mean, obviously it takes time, you can see your, your uh, retention went from you know 25% attrition to 20%, and now you can do the calculation. Right. So the platform will pay for itself and show very uh, concretely the ROI. Got it. So did you raise any external funding so far to sort of build the company? Yeah, we, we've raised funding through friends and family and angels so far, and we'll be doing an institutional round probably Q3, Q4 in 2023. Mm -hmm. Got it. All right. So, so yeah, so I mean, typically what, so since you are, you know, you claim yourself to be a category leader and you're sort of in this new, brand new space that you're sort of trying to create for yourself, you would require a lot of investments into educating and creating a market for yourself, right? Because so if you are if you are a competitor of an existing product, you really don't have to do that. Somebody else might have already done it for you. It's just about convincing anybody, right, who understands the value of a product like yours to just, you know, switch. But now you really have to sort of educate the market as well. So so what's what's your thought process on that? Are you gonna take a lot of funding and you sort of, you know, educate the market and build a market for yourself? Or are, how does the vision yeah. look like? Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be about education. I don't think the education piece is it, important. If you can pull that off, it's great. If I can have an audience to go to HR tech and talk you know, in front of you know, hundreds of people, then I can make a big difference. And that's great. Um, it's a combination of things. But my sense is five to 10 uh, happy customers with testimonials will create enough buzz. Then we can go to um, you know, venture capital funds and we can say to a company like Norwest mm -hmm. and say, hey, we've got this tool. You've got 250 companies in your portfolio. It's ideally suited for startup companies. It's a full platform. Yeah. Why not introduce this to your portfolio companies and leverage the fact that that, you know, Norwest wants to have a better outcome for their companies and they yeah. want to reduce retention and they want to increase engagement and they want to see compensation properly administered. Yeah. So we can create a platform startups. The larger companies are a little different. They're going to take a little bit longer to adopt. Mm -hmm. But once all that is going, we will be will be moving. The other thing is partners. We have no problem with partnering with some of the big players. Mm -hmm. uh, we have tools. We've already talked to four or five um, major players with lots of uh, capital, mm -hmm. and they've looked at our platform and go, "Wow, this would fit our platform." We're not doing this right now. Maybe they'll go and try to do it. But we have patents on you know four of the key features. So for them to just you know jump in and try to do it. It's taken two and a half years to build a compensation platform and some of the, the math. So it's not an easy thing, but yeah. 
with one or two big um, partners, we feel like we can uh, penetrate the market too. We have no problem with that. Got it. So Richard, how does your pricing look like? So are you priced on a per employee basis? It's per employee, yes. Yeah, and how, how, what's the average value, like average cost that you sort of charge an employee in a company? Yeah, the platform uh, would, would typically be $5 per month or $50 per year if they do a year contract. Okay, got it. So I just was trying to estimate your annual contract value for a typical, you know, 100% company. That makes a lot of yes. sense. Yeah, so, so, cheaper. Yeah. So, so did you manage to close any of these beta, use, beta customers? You, you managed, you, three of them have already onboarded, right? So did they actually sign a contract as a paying customer or that's still in pipeline? We have, we don't have paying customer uh, uh, or betas, but we have a POV that we're uh, going to be administering in about a month. And the POV will basically say, use the platform for up to 90 days. It converts to a paying contract. And so that will be, uh, that's our next step. We've just finished, uh, the, the basic platform is just being finished mm -hmm. for the, all the way through retention right now. So yeah. the companies are just getting up to speed on it. It's going to be in a version 1.0 and Q1. Right now it's, you know, sort of MVP to beta all the way through, but it's usable and it's also, it's already predicting. So it's yeah. good. Uh, and uh, just talk about the team, right? How many folks do you have on your team as of today? So it's 11 people. Mm -hmm. And how many and engineers? Software engineer. We have four in software engineering. Then we've got some uh, data science folks. Uh, then we have data management and, um, and we've got some part-time people doing different parts of marketing our biz dev. Mm -hmm. Got it. It's primarily engineering folks because you've been focusing a lot on building the product, right? Exactly. Got it. All right. Uh, all right, Richard. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Hope you scale, you know, company to much, much greater heights in the coming days. We look forward to it, Benjamin. Thanks so much for having us.